because none of this really matters. So what's up, Minda? You ready for this episode today? Mm, no, I'm just. Yeah. You ready for this is day two day of two. of like pod creep. Mm-hmm. How do you think we're doing? I how do you think we've passed? <laughs> how many episodes did we do yesterday? Three. Three episodes. Those are pretty good ones. The yeah. last one, it was nighttime, and I feel like we were all like. I don't know. I think we only record when the sun is down, which is weird because we started, we only recorded at night. But I feel mm-hmm. like now when we record when the sun is down. And you, and it was, that's funny you say that because you were like, it's so weird to record during the day. Yeah. When like, the last, I think the only time we recorded during the day was when the last time we had to record like three, like one day, one day, one day. Mm-hmm. Even that seemed like, oh shit, we're doing this. Mm-hmm. We were and recording the three. The twins, I think, too, right? Was that? Oh, yeah. yeah. But now that we're here, it's just like we could just record anytime. Come over, come through, and then we just now we're doing it. Mm-hmm. This is none of this really matters. Go like, subscribe, and comment, share, share, and then uh, follow us on TikTok right there on Menda's face again. <laughs> right there, TikTok N O T R M Pod on Instagram and TikTok. Mm-hmm. The only things that matter. And email. And email notrmpod at gmail.com. Submit anything you want. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> really, like anything you want. Yeah. And please stop sending spam emails. Yeah. We need feet pics. And then we'll rate them. <laughs> Send us your feet pics. Zero. <laughs> Half a star. But, uh, but we're, today we're talking about our favorite movies of the year mm-hmm. that either we've talked about or we you know didn't have a chance to talk about or we just didn't uh, take time to talk about it on the podcast mm-hmm. that we've seen this year or uh but also maybe some shows if you watch some shows that came out this year but um and some future releases if you're looking forward to some stuff which one you're like I'm gonna fucking watch I need to see this in theaters mm-hmm. which there's I have a whole an entire list of movies that uh are supposed to come out uh, in the future because I only want to do this episode because we're getting in to this, you know, last quarter of the year. Yeah. And August was just a complete shit show. There's more movies coming out in September, but like nothing that's going to be like nothing that I expect to be like, holy shit, this is fucking great. No, not till like October. Yeah. Uh, like October. I, I know for a fact that Halloween ends comes. In October, and then like maybe some more scary movies that get uh, announced the closer we get to October, mm-hmm. and then um, yeah, but like in September, there's some cool stuff coming out, you know. Yeah, or no, this is when does this comes out at the end of September? Mm-hmm. September, some cool stuff, you know, isn't really like scheduled to be released. Like I don't know, we'll see it. Um, people who have already seen the movies are like, "What are you talking about?" September was fucking sick. <laughs> I but like maybe I'm, streaming releases for September and August. Maybe like new movies that came out 
that are gonna be put on stream. Like Elvis, they put Elvis on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Dad watched it and he was like, "That was fucking sick." That's surprising. Which I, that kind of gives me some hope. Where it's just like, okay, at least someone thinks it's good. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but yeah, I'll watch it. Yeah, maybe I'll watch it in streaming. I think that's what we all said was just like, we'll wait till streaming to like maybe just check it out. Mm-hmm. Put it on, watch the first like fifteen minutes, see how we feel. Which I feel it was like super soon from like the release date. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it came out in like June. I want to say June, and then it uh, like late June, and then it's only been like a month and a half, like two months, like yeah, eight weeks. I want to say. Um, but yeah. Anyways, so movies that came out this year. Are there any that you have? Like what? Like some of your favorite movies um, that that you're like that could potentially be in like your top ten of the year. Um, you know, by the end of the year, most recent was Nope. Mm-hmm. Of course, it is highly. We've been anticipating this since we started this podcast. Yeah, probably one of the reasons why we started it. Yeah, that was especially when we started doing the directors mm-hmm. uh, like series. I guess yeah, Jordan say. Peele was definitely one of our first directors we talked about. Like, mm-hmm. went in depth. I want to say that's the second one we did because the first one we did was John Carpenter, mm-hmm. and then we did Jordan Peele, and then I remember we did Denis Villeneuve after because I was like, I don't want people think that this is only horror mm-hmm. that we, <laughs> that we cover because yeah. we did John Carpenter and Jordan Peele back to back, but. Um, but yeah, this was nope. It was it was really good, but like, like I have nothing bad to say about it at all. But as far as I don't know, like how I want to like say, I feel like it's not getting the credit it deserves. I feel like because of like the atmosphere, the the climate of like where the world is, like where society is. Mm-hmm. I feel like people aren't like, this isn't an event, as big as event, uh, an event that like Dune was, I feel like, or maybe Top Gun Maverick is still the biggest. I yeah. think I was just like expecting like, oh, everyone's going to love this. But I just feel like it's like another like big-ish movie. Not as big as like the Batman or... I think I mean? As far as like critically. I think by the end of the year, we'll, we'll hear a lot more. Mm-hmm. about it because i don't know it's just because we're not getting a lot of movies at all mm-hmm. so i don't i i i just wish people would be like no actually we are getting good movies this year mm-hmm. which we are like it's on like there's like comparatively to last year for sure yeah because or like or the last two years yeah because 2021 there were some solid movies there were some like there was I feel like there was no in between. There was either like some not good movies or some like really good movies. Mm-hmm. And um or like if you're kind of like I guess this sounds weird saying, but like if you're like me, but like if you're like looking forward to like a certain director's next movie, mm-hmm. then you know, then it's like okay, that was a good year in movies. But like if you're just kind of just a person that just goes about life that doesn't I guess like doesn't care about like seeing movies like new movies mm-hmm. then you know yeah because I mean for some people like it's just something to do like oh we're just gonna go to the movies oh it's three dollar movie day fucking let's watch a random movie mm-hmm. but this year I feel like 
2020, not this year. I feel like 2022 might be the last year of like a drought. You know what I mean? For movies? Like relatively, yeah. Okay. Like a relative drought. But I feel like 2023 is like we're going to get movies that were made in 2021 or early 2022. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Because. Oh, when shit started opening back up. And yeah, when like the rules were COVID like restrictions. more open. Yeah. Because now I feel like in 2022, especially early 2022, that's when we were getting a lot of the COVID movies. In late 2021, we were getting a lot of COVID movies. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's why it all seems kind of like flat when you really think about the grand scale of everything. There's like a hand, only a handful of like big movies. Mm-hmm. But I feel like 2023 is going to be a way bigger year Yeah. for, for movies and the like, I don't know, just like the opportunity for like what directors actually want to do rather than mm-hmm. being like restricted. And maybe because I know I, that makes me wonder how like Scorsese's movie is going to be because it's getting pushed to 2023. Right. You know what I mean? But is it, but it was already made in 2021. So like I know like in 2021, like things were more open mm-hmm. than compared to 2020. But it's just like. Yeah, I still wonder. That doesn't change like how the the release date doesn't affect like how the movie was made. It's just like things can just be pushed and pushed and pushed, and like, is it gonna feel like a COVID movie, like a COVID production? Do you know what I mean? Right, coming out in twenty twenty three. Yeah, and I was really, really like, I think at the beginning of the year I named a lot of the movies I was looking forward to, mm-hmm. and some of those like weren't like aren't even coming out. Or, like, I don't think I said a lot of the ones that didn't have an official release date. And everyone was like, okay, Pillars of the Flower Moon is coming out in December. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this is just, like, the number one most anticipated movie by, like, just in movie in the industry. Mm-hmm. But now that's pushed back for some reason. And it's just like, what's the point? <laughs> like, just release it. We're waiting for it. Maybe he's trying to get into the next year's Oscars for whatever reason. Maybe. Or maybe he's going to do two movies in one year, hopefully. Because he's doing... Martin Scorsese is supposed to be doing a Grateful Dead... Or like a Jerry Garcia Mm -hmm. um, biopic or something like that. And Jonah Hill is going to be... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jonah Hill is going to be Jerry (laughs) Garcia. And that'll be cool. I wonder what that's going to be like. I don't know. I don't really know anything about... The Grateful Dead or Jerry Garcia in particular, but I'll uh, you know I'm gonna watch it, right? So, right. And we he's have also, to watch it because it's he's Jonah. also gonna do probably if if this is real, this is I think this is rumored. I don't think this was confirmed, mm-hmm. but Martin Scorsese is supposed to make a Theodore Roosevelt biopic, and you would probably lose. And guess mind. who's playing Theodore Roosevelt? Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes, sir. <laughs> Didn't even have to is look. That, I is, know. Like, if you were to like pick oh my brain, my <laughs> if you were to like pick my brain and be like, of "What's course. the best movie of all time?" Oh, Scorsese directing a movie about Theodore Roosevelt and Leonardo DiCaprio is playing. Oh my god! That's like the best. That's it. Doesn't get better than that. That literally. That's one of those times where I'll be like, "That is cinema." No, then you'd be like, uh, cinematography by Quentin Tarantino. 
Yeah, like somebody's got to. You just be like, <laughs> or like Roger Roger Deakins or some shit like that. <laughs> have a stroke. I'd be like in the middle of the. <laughs> I'd go alone. I would have to go alone. You would rent out the entire theater and be like, ah, this is for me. Yeah, I would have to. Because you're like nobody talk to me, nobody interrupt me. Yeah. And just. I would rent out like a whole weekend mm-hmm. of just. So you could see it back to back. <laughs> and it'd be like everybody. Leave me alone. Right. Take off work. All the AMC crew, the yeah. the staff be like, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I'm not going to kill myself. Just <laughs> make sure nobody comes in here. Uh, Theodore, Theodore Roosevelt, Martin Scorsese. So, biographical, biographical drama. So, it was like negotiation. So, it's like in the works. It's I don't think it's like, I think it's in pre-pre-production. Mm-hmm. But the rumor started in September of 2017. I wonder if he's gonna be like fighting and you know. He already you know, did Revenant. Though. How deep it's gonna go? He did Revenant. Uh, Django. I'm trying to think of all the characters that would add to the essence of Theodore Roosevelt. Mm-hmm. Django and Revenant. I guess a com- combination. Yeah, a combination. Yeah. Uh, between those two, maybe like Great Gatsby. Yeah, 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 yeah. With the intelligence factor of it all, because Teddy Roosevelt was really smart. Wasn't he like a Princeton grad or Harvard? He was. He went to an Ivy League school, but I forgot which school. I couldn't tell you. I think it was Harvard. I learned that from Wild Wild West. Wild Wild West. Um, but yeah, I hope that's real. There's no news on that. It's just like. That's why I say it's like a rumor. It was just like announced by a, by like deadline or some shit. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, but I hope that's real. That that would be great. And apparently, Killers of the Flower Moon. That's they, we're talking about twenty twenty two releases. But I want like Killers of the Flower Moon is supposed to be like Scorsese's like going wild. Like it's mm. supposed to be like fucked up. Maybe movie. it's trying to get like rated or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe. When he has to like edit. Yeah, because yeah, it's supposed to be like fucked up and a lot of like reviews are like um like it's kind of like Scorsese's not holding back. Like like he's like 80 years old now mm-hmm. and he's like not slowing down. <laughs> like he's like <laughs> I'm I'm going all the fucking way. He's like you thought yeah. I lost it. Right. Yeah. I mean, but like go and watch The Irishman. You know what I mean and like how I like I think I've watched The Irishman maybe I can't think of anything else right now but like I don't know if I've watched it more than Goodfellas but like it's up there like as the amount of times I've seen it like the the I think The Irishman is one of the best I want to like get Teddy back on so we can like talk Scorsese again mm-hmm. and and I want to like go into The Irishman with him because that movie really is so fucking good and Joe Pesci like go back and watch the Irishman and watch Joe Pesci's performance because it's not like anything else mm-hmm. like he did in Goodfellas or Raging Bull mm-hmm. or or Casino because like Joe Pesci is very like reserved and like yeah. quiet. he's like a quiet scary in that movie like there's a certain shot in that in the Irishman where he's sitting down at like a dinner table at like this party and someone's talking to it into his ear and he's like leaning over like this someone's talking to it into his ear and then someone's sitting next to him like leaning back 
like listening in on, but they're all looking at Jimmy Hoffa. And mm-hmm. it's one of the most like chilling shots I've ever seen in a Scorsese movie. It's fucking great. I I, I really love the Irishman, so I'm super it's excited. It's also three hours long. <laughs> so it's a commitment. Yeah, you gotta if you're gonna watch it all the way through, you could break it up. And yeah, be like, okay, that's I'm why it's on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. Just pause it. <laughs> I'm gonna go get it. I wish I saw it in theaters though. That'd be fucking sick. Uh, I think I had the opportunity to. I just didn't. I think I just I, I was too busy watching uh, uh Uncut Gems. <laughs> <laughs> me cause me, Fonzie, and my brother went to go see Uncut Gems mm-hmm. on Christmas. That was fucking Hopefully great. The Safties. Yeah. If they come out in twenty twenty three, I don't know when they're gonna make a movie. There's nothing about them going on. No, I don't want to say there's nothing. There was a headline uh, by, from Adam Sandler. He was in an interview, and he said he's working on something with the Safties again. Mm. So their next movie is going to have Adam Sandler. But he said it's, like, weirder than anything that's out. So they're going kind of an absurdist route, which I think I, I have an idea of, like, where they're going because they have directed a music video or two. And they've produced some stuff like that movie Funny Pages that came out. Um, uh, I want yeah, it is a twenty four. It's called Funny Pages. It didn't get a lot of like advertising or anything, so it's kind of like small. But I really loved Funny Pages, and then of course it was produced by the Safdie brothers. Mm-hmm. So I think they're going and like a they're trying to go a different route and like kind of do things they they want they want to do. Mm-hmm. Because they made uncut gems already, so it's like they're time. It's time to like go on to a different yeah. world. Because they were trying to make uncut gems for ten years. They're like, all right, we did it. And so everything they made for ten years, for since two thousand nine to twenty nineteen when it came out, everything they tried to do, like when they made Heaven Knows What, they made a documentary, they made Good Time. Mm-hmm. Everything they were doing was trying to go for uncut gems. Like they like while they were location scouting, mm-hmm. they met uh, a homeless woman. Uh, Josh Safdie met a homeless woman, and uh, Josh Safdie was like so like captivated. Mm-hmm. He was like, "I want to make, I want to give you a journal. I will pay you money and like send you to like rehab and like like basically like help you if you just make a journal and we can like make a movie out of it." And it was great. It, it won like awards at the Cannes Film Festival, and then. Uh, Robert Pattinson saw he didn't even see heaven knows what he didn't even see the trailer mm-hmm. he didn't see and any clip or anything literally Robert Pattinson saw a still from heaven knows what and he reached out to the Safties and he was like I want to be in the next thing you're doing like I don't care what it is I'm I need to be a part of it <laughs> That's wild. and he was like I need I just I need to be in your next mm-hmm. project whatever you're doing he literally said he's like even if it's catering I don't care like I need to be part of it Wow. And then so, and then literally, and Robert Pattinson, Robert Pattinson said this in an interview. Uh, they they met uh, at like a condo or something, mm-hmm. I think in L.A. But uh, Josh Safdie was like, "Are you sure? Like, I will have you a script in like six weeks. Like, yeah, are you sh- like I'm gonna do it?" And so yeah. he was like, uh, "Yeah, I'm in." And so they did it and made good time, and they made good time, and then Adam Sandler saw good time and then he was like okay yeah i'll work with the safties 
because the Safties were trying to reach out to the San, uh, the Safties reached out to Adam Sandler in like 2012 mm-hmm. and Adam Sandler's agent said no and then five years later after Adam Sandler saw Good Time uh, he told Adam Sandler told his agent and was like hey I like this movie I like these Safdie brothers what they do and then they send the script again and then the agent was like I read this script before and they gave it to Adam Sandler and they were like yeah let's let's do it and then they made Uncut Gems mm. But it couldn't be anybody but Adam Sandler. It couldn't. It, but that's why. Mm-hmm. Because they were like, it wasn't f- the role wasn't for anybody else. Mm-hmm. They wrote it for Adam Sandler, mm-hmm. which is crazy because they're like these young kids. They were like 25. Yeah. Like being like, we need Adam Sandler in a movie. The, a superstar in a movie. Yeah. They dream big. Yeah. And they were like. Because <laughs> you just go for it. If Rob, Robert Pattinson came up to you and was like, anything you do. Oh, you're like, I already no, no, have. No, for real, for real. Be real though. You're like, for real? And he's like, yeah. You're like, all right. Like, I'll be like, I'm done. Every, I quit my job. <laughs> I quit everything. everything I'll be like, life. take a break on the podcast. Right. You'd be like, hey, Tatiana, I just look. <laughs> take Nova. Just, you can just go somewhere go. <laughs> for a little bit. I'll be back. I'll be back because, yeah, I would dedicate everything to it. Mm-hmm. And that's what, you know, that's how the Safties like do it. I that's why I like them. Mm-hmm. Is because they're kind of they just they're like hustlers. They're like little hustlers. They're just like, no, we need we're doing this. They're everything they did, it was like uncut gems. Like they were betting on the like if they like the Safties said this in an interview, like if heaven knows what didn't succeed, back we're going getting day jobs. Like or if like if good time didn't succeed, there would be no Adam Sandler. Like mm-hmm. every single little thing counted on it working. On the next, yeah. And then just like the way that's set up, and that's why I love Uncut Gems because like that, all of that story, that mm-hmm. energy adds to the movie when you watch it. Because mm-hmm. you're like, God, like even this movie being made was a chance. Mm-hmm. It was yep. a gamble. And you're like, it's just, there's so much. And that's why. There's a line in Uncut Gems when he's going to the the auction mm-hmm. when uh, when he's when he goes in to see his uh, appraisal and he sees that it's like not as big as he wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like how you know making a movie is or making a song like making any piece of art and give putting it out into the public. And it's like, that's how it can be where you're like, oh, it's going to be worth millions. This gem, this mm-hmm. rock is going to be, this is going to be worth millions. And then you actually get it appraised and it's only worth like 200000 And you're like, fuck. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's life. And there's so many, I've seen Uncut like Gems a thousand times and there's just something I get from it each time. Mm-hmm. And I could just, I, that movie will never get old to me. I think it's literally the best, one of the best, it's my favorite movie ever. And it's the so Safety Brothers, the Safety Brothers, it's a perfect movie. They, I mean, they spent ten years working on one script, mm-hmm. like, you know, like you it has it to be, be perfect. Right. And and then Adam Sandler got fucking fucking his Oscar stolen. Yep. He wasn't even nominated. And I was like, how the fuck do you get like? Who was nominated for Best Actor yeah. in twenty nineteen? 
Hold on. I think I want to guess it. Oh, it was uh, Joker. Joaquin Phoenix. Really? Yeah. Which, like, that was a great role, too. Yeah. And best supporting actor was Brad Pitt in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I think I know, and that's the year that Parasite won Best yeah. Picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bong, uh, best Bong Joon-ho won Best Director. Once Upon a Time. Yeah, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood won Best Production Design. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, there was, I think, I watched the shit out of those Oscars. I that was like, <laughs> I literally sat down and I was like, I love every single movie that's nominated. Because mm-hmm. 2019, wait till we do the 2019 draft. That'll be a fucking draft. Mm-hmm. Because... If you look at how many movies were released in 2019, there were so many just heaters. It's like, like they knew the pandemic was coming. Damn. <laughs> mm. It's like they, they knew. They woke. They fucking woke. <laughs> right after the Oscars in February. The Oscars were in, were in February. And then in March, mm-hmm. it was locked down. Yep. Yep. You told me nobody got sick at the Oscars. Nobody was Tom Hanks there. Tom Hanks was, <laughs> <laughs> I think so because I think Toy Story came out. No way, Toy yeah. Story 4. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. did it come out in 2019? That came out, that came yeah, out earlier, it came out 2019. Um, 2019. <laughs> what? Did we just unlock something? <laughs> Tom Hanks was the first one to get it. Because he was shooting that movie. He was shooting Elvis. He was because he was in Australia. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. And uh, what's his name? The director. Why can't I think of it? Baz Luhrmann is Australian. And he shot in Australia. <laughs> but what the fuck is going on? Australia. Australia. I was waiting for somebody to do it. Great animal. Great Baz. creature. Beautiful creature. Baz Luhrmann. <laughs> Baz Luhrmann. That's a great white. Beautiful. Beautiful creature. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that episode of Bad Friends? No. When, when Bobby talks about the uh, people in Australia, he was like, they all look inbred. He was like, all their chins are in. He was like, all their eyes are bug out. He was like, how, how? Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. But as far as movies that come out that are going to come out, do you have any that like you're looking forward to? Wakanda Forever. Wakanda Forever. Yes. That's a given. Yeah. Well, we've talked on that. Uh, we've talked Marvel. Mm hmm. We've talked enough Marvel. Well, that was a month ago for them now. Yeah. (laughs) Um, The Woman King with Viola Davis. Yeah, that Mm -hmm. is coming out. That comes out in September. By the time this is September September sixteenth. Um, I I'm looking forward to that. Of course, Avatar. Yes, that is that comes out in December. Yeah, and then you know, Avatar too. That's gonna be insane. That, I, that's gonna be that's gonna be an event. That's gonna be a huge event. That's gonna be Oscar fucking city right there. Mm-hmm. People gonna be blue. <laughs> <laughs> They've had the uh, Avatar um, filters and shit on. Oh, media. already? Yeah. 
damn, they're already prepping. They're gonna put Avatar back in theaters, the first one. Yep. They're like in prep. And of course. End of September. They're gonna quick do. Billy real quick. For real. That's like, who insane. Want, who, who doesn't want to see that in IMAX? Yeah, like. Let me make a quick Billy real quick. It's better IMAX now too. Exactly. And resolutions better and you, on screens. I was gonna say, you know that they've done some type of editing. Just even on on re release for oh, Disney yeah, Plus. Oh yeah, like scans. Like, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. uh, restorations. Yeah, if it needs restorations, that movie was fucking great. Like you know, but still, you know, you know James Cameron. He wants exactly. that shit to be pristine. Crisp. That shit's about to be crisp. <laughs> um, Hocus Pocus 2, of course. That's, yeah. Come that's, on now. That's all you. Come on now. That, that'll be cool to watch. That'll be a fun, like, with the kids and mm-hmm. and whatever, just to get you in the spirit. Like, shit the hell <laughs> Like, I've been looking forward to this. <laughs> what, my uh, Halloween costume on? <laughs> with what, the we, what were we telling them to be quiet on? We told them to be quiet on something. Finding Dory? No, I think it was She-Hulk. Yeah, it was She-Hulk. Yeah, because it was like the non, it was the non-fighting, like they're talking and it's critical information. They, get, they start getting antsy. Yeah, oh, but yeah. they're like, no one's oh, green. Because last screen. last night, me and Zoe, I had Zoe here, and me and Tatiana, I gave Zoe five of my like Blu-rays, and I was like, which one do you want to watch? And she ended up picking La La Land. Mm-hmm. And then she, she watched it. She were, we were watching it, and she said she was enjoying it. But it's like, I can tell like during the talking parts, she wasn't like she was getting antsy. She was like, "This is boring." Yeah. <laughs> it's because their generation. And I'm just like, damn! Like, how do you show a kid movies? Like, that's gotta be hard with TikTok. When- yeah, I mean, also it has to be like. Uh, captivating like age appropriate for them mm-hmm. for her to be like looking at people in a relationship there's one there's singing and dancing yeah that's the part that. she was paying attention to but the other part she's like I don't understand yeah like but like I, I, I get that but it's I hate to be like but I when I was in fourth grade but it's like when I was in fourth grade I was watching you know I know but the same thing like I was watching Grease but I was like I don't know what the fuck they're talking about now yeah. I'm like abortions. <laughs> what? Yeah. Like this is wild. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like everybody hooking up in the cars, and I'm like, oh, they're at the movies. Like that's cool driving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the same thing with like Saturday Night Fever. Yeah. Where you're like, someone gets <laughs> and another person kills themselves. Dirty Not Dancing. Funny, Watch that movie a thousand million times at Grandma's house. Did I know what it was about? Absolutely not. No. But I, I never like, watched it. It's awesome. It's a great movie. Grease? I never watched it until the like a week or two ago. Have you I... seen Dirty Dancing? Dirty Dancing, yeah. Of course. <laughs> That's that is wild. When I when I rewatched it and I was like they're trying the whole time, the reason why they're dancing <laughs> is to gain money. To have an abortion. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I don't know. It's wild how they just snuck that in there. I mean, I didn't sneak it in there. They just say it. Right. They're like, someone get a coat hanger or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, whoa. But um, movies that I'm looking forward to. Um, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. 
the whale we were talking about. Oh yes. With uh, Brendan Fraser, I'm all about that. I'm ready to see that. That's I'm interested because it's one Brendan Fraser, and two Darren Aronofsky hasn't made a movie since Mother. Do you remember Mother with Jennifer Lawrence? Have and, you heard um, of it? Javier Bardem. Sounds familiar. It's like a really like biblical story. I didn't really. Fuck I'm with thinking it that much. about mom and dad with uh, Nick Cage. Oh no, that's no, what no. I'm thinking about. Or, um, well, he hasn't made a movie in like four years, mm-hmm. and but he's made some like amazing movies like Black Swan. I really love Black Swan, and I really love The Wrestler. So like after that, I'm like, okay, I'll watch anything he mm-hmm. makes. But it's like he's very like takes time between projects, so it's like I I know that's gonna be like a c- good quality, you know, picture. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm ex- I'm definitely excited to see that. And then um, the on Netflix, there's gonna be a Netflix movie, the Marilyn Monroe one, Blonde. Yes, yes, I want to see that too. That'll be cool because Andrew Dominic uh, directed it, and he made Killing Them Softly. Mm-hmm. And I love Killing Them Softly. And then I remember like two years ago, I I was like, what other movies has he done? And then like, he's done The Assassination of Jesse James. Mm-hmm. And then he did uh, this old movie like in the early 2000s uh, with Eric Bana called Chopper. And, um, and then I, it was like rumored or something like that. At the time it was rumored. It was just like, kind of like, oh, he's going to make a Marilyn Monroe mm-hmm. biopic. And I'm like, what? Like, it's such a crazy turn in, in like, genre mm-hmm. and aesthetics. But it's supposed to be more of, like, her private life, not, mm-hmm. like... And it's based off of a book. A ba- it's based off a novel, not even, like, a biography mm-hmm. book. It's, like, based off a novel. Yeah. Like, and I was going to read it, like, before I watched it, but then I was like, it's an 800-page book. I'm not going <laughs> to read this shit. Like, I would if it was, like, you know, under 400 or 300. But mm-hmm. Like, 800 pages, that would last me, like, uh, over a month to make that shit or to read that shit. Yeah. But, but yeah, I'm still excited to see the Marilyn Monroe uh, movie. I just, it'll probably be like cool to like see, like, because Ana de Armas playing, is playing uh, Marilyn Monroe. Mm-hmm. And she said that each uh, like scene is based off of like an actual existing photo. That was, uh, Blade Runner? What? 2049? What about it? That's her, right? On a, yeah. Yeah. The AI. Mm-hmm. The, or the hologram. The hologram. And um, she was in the that the gray man. Mm-hmm. She was the girl. But uh, she's like popping. She was in that movie Knives Out. I haven't seen that yet. I've heard nothing but good things about Knives Out. I do want to watch it. But uh, she's like popping now. She's like going to be in a lot of movies. And, uh, but yeah, uh, fucking blonde that comes out. Um, I do want to see that honk for Jesus, save your soul. Yeah. With Regina Hall. Yeah. And Sterling K. Brown. Mm-hmm. That looks like, I don't know. I think it'll be funny. <laughs> I think that'll be good, but I wish they chose like, I love both of them, but like, I wish they chose all actors that were like kind of unknown. So mm-hmm. like you would think if that's real or not, because by the trailer, they're like looking, they're like. Kind of like it's a documentary. Yeah. But I wish it was like unknown actors that no one's ever seen before. And that so you were so you could be like, is this real? Like are these real people? 
Like I, w- I just w- I wish they went that way with it. Yeah. But like either way, I'll probably watch it. I mean, I love Regina Hall, so. Yeah, that's gonna be cool. That, um, that'll be a, a funny movie. I'm a really yeah. big fan of uh, Sterling K. Brown. And there was one. I forgot what it was. There's gonna be that uh that prequel. Amsterdam. Amsterdam, yes, with John David Washington. Yes. And Christian Bale. And, and Margot Robbie. And Margot Robbie. I was trying to find the name of the movie. I was like, there's this movie with Margot Robbie. Yeah. I just watched uh, I watched Tenet with uh, Tatiana. Mm-hmm. And because uh, she hasn't seen it before. Mm-hmm. And she watched it. And literally, there was one scene. I forgot which scene. But John David Washington was talking. And it hit her. She was like, this sounds just like Denzel. <laughs> Like he talks just like him. You can hear when he starts getting into it, you're yeah. like, that's your daddy's DNA yeah. all up in them vocals. It's a copycat right mm-hmm. there. It's crazy. Carbon copy. Black Klansman. You're like, that he is that bass. I'm not gonna lie, he's like almost like a smoother Denzel. He's almost like a little bit cooler in he's a, Yeah. He's like a more like he just seems like, yeah, he just seems smooth. Like, he just kind of has this. Now, you sound like your daddy, but you seem a little bit cooler. Like, yeah. the mantle's about to get. Mm-hmm. Uh, John David Washington has unlimited potential because he hasn't made, he hasn't disappointed. Like, no one's ever seen, like, Black Klansman and Tenet and been like, mm, I don't know. Like, you know, like, mm-hmm. he's a performer. Like, he knows what the fuck he's doing. Right, which is why I'm excited to see. Amsterdam. Yeah, Amsterdam. I'm gonna definitely watch it. And he's also in that movie Beckett that a lot of people that was like a COVID movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like an action. It was like a thriller. Uh, and I watched it on Netflix. I thought it was a solid movie. It was fun mm-hmm. to watch. It wasn't anything crazy, mm-hmm. but it's like it was John David Washington in like an action movie. He played like this regular dude. It was he wasn't like a you know a fucking agent and <laughs> a time traveling fucking right. spy. Right. Or he was in a fucking undercover FBI uh, infiltrating the KKK. Mm-hmm. But, like, he was just a regular dude, like, in Europe. Um, and, like, someone, I think, I forgot the story, but, like, someone kidnapped his wife or something like that. Or he got in a car crash, and I think his wife died. Or, like, someone, it's something with his wife, and he, like, tries to look for the people who did it. And he has, like, a broken arm in the movie. Jeez. And it's, like, it's pretty dope. It's a cool, fun movie to watch with John David Washington. Like, if you're a fan, you should watch it. That's why I watched it, purely because of fucking uh, John David Washington. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Amsterdam. I'm, I'm the, that's another it. reason. The only reason I want to see it is because of John David Washington. Mm-hmm. Anything he's in, I will watch. Just like Denzel. Anything he's in, I'll watch. I don't fucking care. So... So yeah, Amsterdam is another one that I'm super fucking excited to see, and then uh, you know Steven Spielberg is coming out with a movie this year called The Fablemans. No. Uh, it's supposed to be like autobiographical. Oh yes. It's like, like post World War II yeah. in Arizona. Yeah, because he grew yeah. up here. Mm-hmm. I, I was just looking at that. And uh, it's coming out this year. There hasn't been any like trailers or or anything like that in it, but um. So he's going to just drop some fire and be like, all right. But Seth Rogen's going to be in it, which is pretty cool. cool. But, um, and Paul Dano, he's also going to be in it. And then those are like the two biggest people that are going to be in it. But like, it's a Steven Spielberg movie. It might be pretty fucking cool. Yeah. 
but I don't if, know. It, especially if it's shot in Arizona. Mm-hmm. I hope it's not. I ho- I would believe it is. I think if it's autobiographical and Spielberg really cares, he'll be like, no, I need to shoot this in Arizona. <laughs> but if not, I'll be like, what the fuck are you doing? Then we'll be like, that's definitely that's not definitely Arizona. Not. <laughs> it's like, what it's the fuck here. are you doing? That's New Mexico desert. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's fucking, I hate when movies do that. <laughs> but, like, oh, that's Arizona. Like, Definitely uh, LA. No. Uh, but Sam Mendes, the guy who made uh, 1917, mm-hmm. and he made uh, Jarhead, and uh, he made Skyfall Spec- and Spectre. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking, he's coming out with the movie Empire of Light. What's that going to be about? It's about, it's supposed to be like a love story. Mm-hmm. A love story set in and around an old movie theater on the south coast of England in the 1980s. And uh, the only reason I want to see that movie is because Roger Deakins is a cinematographer. Okay. And so this, I can't remember the last movie he did. It was either like, he shot 1917. And then, I just can't think of anything he shot after that, if I'm being honest. Let's see. But but this is his next movie. Mm -hmm. And that's the only reason I want to see that movie. Oh, the last movie he shot was 1917. And then before that, he shot that movie, The Goldfinch. Mm-hmm. But then the last movie before that was Blade Runner 2049. Exactly. And then Sicario. Yeah. He killed it. So He's the, he's the greatest. No Country for Old Men. Okay? He's like so definitely... So that's going to be interesting. No, Deacons is... He's the shit. He's shot so many great fucking movies. Shawshank Redemption... He shot Oh Brother Where Art Thou, Fargo, Big Lebowski, all the Coen brothers, a lot of the Coen brothers. Um, what else? Assassination of Jesse James. Mm-hmm. He shot uh, In Time, which is fucking, he shot Prisoners, uh, Hell Caesar. He shot fucking, yeah, like you said, No Country good. for Old Men. Yeah. He's just, he's done a lot of fucking iconic movies. He's yeah. just the greatest. Well, that'll be so seeing Empire of Light, you know, Mm -hmm. that's the only reason I want to really want to watch it because Deacons is back. (laughs) And then um, another movie, the I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but X, yes, um, is the uh, the prequel to X. I should say Pearl. Yeah, the trailer. When I see the trailer, it looks cool. Because even when I saw the trailer to X, I was like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll see it. It's mm-hmm. an A24 horror, horror movie. I'll watch it. And then I saw it in theaters, and I was like, I'm not fucking yeah, this at all. Yeah, I remember that. And then I watched it again when it came out on streaming. I rented it, and I was like, thank God I rented this. Because I, I did <laughs> not want to spend any more money on this movie. Because like, I rewatched it. I was like, maybe I'll like it. Mm-hmm. Like Maybe I was just kind of like not feeling it that day or some shit like that. And I rewatched it and I was like, no, this is definitely not what I wanted it to be at all. But then I see the preview to the prequel and it looks like a much better concept than like it just, just a much better concept in general Mm -hmm. and how it'll connect to X. Okay. Because it's about the old lady. That's the antagonist in X and this is like her origin story. Okay. And is they said that it was I'll just look at it right now that they shot those back to back. Yeah. They shot X and then Pearl back. And then to they back. kept it a secret. 
And I was like, damn, that's smart. Mm-hmm. Because like you don't have to redo set design or anything like that. Just kind of like exactly just Tweak shoot it as things, it is. Yeah. Just like clean it up a little bit, have it look like remove some technology, mm-hmm. like TVs and shit, whatever's in the fucking house. Because it's all one location essentially. Or X was like they were just basically on the road. They stopped at like a gas station, I want to say, and then like the like eighty percent of the movie was one location. Okay. So. Uh. So yeah. Um, that's Pearl. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty. I think I, that comes cool. out in September, but like it'll be a cool Halloween movie, maybe. But um, but yeah, and also you know that movie Fletch with uh, Chevy Chase, the old uh, like comedy. Mm-mm. Is it like an? No. I want to say he's an investigative reporter. No. Um. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> well. Um. Uh. What's his name? John Hamm. Mm-hmm. Is gonna be in like a like a reboot essentially, which the comedy the original movie was like they're all based, it was based on a book, okay. but there's like a series of books and like John Hamm's gonna be in like it's a reboot but it's like based on a different book though. Okay, okay. So it's like a different gonna be a different story, but I'm still like excited to see it because I fucking love Chevy Chase and I love Fletch, so it's like I wonder what, and John Hamm I feel like he's. He needs to be in more shit. Yeah, he's been in a progressive commercial. And that's <laughs> and an Apple it. TV commercial. <laughs> so about him calling out calling himself out, being like, Oh, there's Denzel, there's mm-hmm, Tom Hanks. And he's, mm-hmm. and he's like, How come I'm not here? Yep. And like that's what we're all thinking. Duh. Like, why is he just a bad guy in Top Gun Maverick? Like that's it. That's I all mean, but it, it was good though. It was good, but it's like we need him in we a need, movie. Yeah. We like, need like a full but it's still a little disappointing Main that character. he's gonna be in like a comedy. Like I want him to be in some something cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I but, but I mean, he is funny though. I think about like bridesmaids. Yeah. You know, like he is, like no doubt. But it's like, you know what I mean? It's John Hamm. You got this big white guy. <laughs> he's you know. going to waste. <laughs> <laughs> And you need him to be in the fucking, oh you need him to go in on some fucking roles. I don't know. Where are we at, Rob? We are at 46 minutes. 46 minutes. God damn it, Menda. 14 minutes to go. What are we going to talk about? My favorite movies of the year that have came out. Should I just do a ranking real quick? Not in I, order. Not I, in order. Just, just do. Okay. So, The Northman, off top. Obviously. That was already one of my top five. I haven't rewatched it in a while, but I watched it twice in theaters. And I don't think I watched it in its entirety at home because I have it in 4K. But I don't think I've watched it. I think I started it and I, like, I got interrupted like a couple times. Mm-hmm. Or like Dad was watching it and I came in on like the rating scene. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck yeah. That's the best scene I've yeah. seen all year was that like two shot scene or three and i was like god this is insane mm-hmm. it was great seeing that in dolby theater seeing that it, it was a, it was great it was great and then i like you said nope was mm-hmm. a an event for us i'm glad we all were just like say like mm-hmm. i still think about it it's still like worth watching <laughs> i remember when you're like does anybody still like look at the clouds and be like mm, there's a ufo in there yeah. for real something in there. I mean, looking at clouds, if a cloud looks too perfect, I'm like, that's a fucking UFO. For real. 
Be like, oh, we're, we're in fucking. Dude, Bullet God. Train got a lot of good reviews. Did it? Like good reviews? Yeah, it's like not good, but it's like 7.5 out of 10, 54% on Rotten Tomatoes, 49% on Metacritic. Even on. Wait, on, what was the percent on Rotten Tomatoes? Uh, 54%. That's like not good, but I don't even like I don't even pay attention to Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, no. For I for I would say if that's the critic score for Rotten Tomatoes for an action movie of that style, mm-hmm. that's surprising to me. I was expecting like a thirty six percent or something. Yeah. But even on Letterbox, people are like, "Nah, this shit." It's like they were like, "It's fun." They're like, "This shit is pretty damn." Yeah, it seems good. fun. But I just when I saw the. Seeing the trailer a million times. It's made it seem like... Yeah. like because they is... over-inundated you on Instagram with the bullet train shit. Yeah, and yeah. I was like... And that was when we were going to the movies, like, back to back to back That is true, that is true, that's true. So we would just see yeah, it just the looks trailer. Like, I was like, by the end, I was like, this is just green screen the mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is I've insane. seen the whole movie, like, four times This already. is Train to Busan without zombies. Yeah, I just... I'm like, what the... I don't know, I just... I might I'm still not, go see it, though. I'm, I think I'm just not interested in that. Like, shout out to Brad Pitt for, like, just, like, doing shit he wants to do. Mm-hmm. He was like, I want to work with the people that made John Wick. So, like, let's do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it's like, maybe it's cool. Like, maybe I'm sleeping on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I would still watch it. Mm-hmm. On streaming. On streaming. Yeah. I'll, like, check it out. <laughs> like, as soon as it comes out, I'll be like, like yeah, I, let's watch it. It seems like a movie that, like, I won't pay attention to, but then, like, maybe my parents will be like, you know, let's watch oh, it. we're watching. We were watching Bullet Train. Yeah, my husband yeah. be like, "Oh, I bought Bullet Train." You be like, "All right, I'm watching." Yeah, I'll be like, "Fuck!" Like this is my chance. Yeah, like mm-hmm. to just sit down and watch it with a group of people because yeah. I like watching movies with like multiple people. Mm-hmm. Like instead of just like me and you know just Tatiana or like me and just or just in the theater, it's cool watching it with a crowd. Like when I saw The Batman, mm-hmm. another movie of 2022 that I love. I was very, I people was, were super excited. Yeah. Yeah, when I, I was surprised. Nerding it surprised, out, it surprised me. I saw that three times in theaters. And That's it was wild. <laughs> Nine hours of your life. Yeah, it was great. I because like, there's so much like action and so loud and mm-hmm. it was it was. I mean, it's good, but to see that like multiple times in a row, it's like watching him get his ass whooped. Yeah, it's like well, Spider Man. Like, when I watched him, I, don't know, I I pay attention to different things. Each, each, time. each time I watch it, like I'll watch the first time I watch a movie, I'm watching it story like what happened, like ju- mm-hmm. just when you watch a movie. The second time, pay attention to like cinematography and editing. The third time, pay attention to performances. Like there's kind of like an order I think I do where mm-hmm. it's just like choices by supporting. You know, like what was this person think? Like like I always think of um, uh, what's his name? Jeffrey Wright. And uh, what's it? John Turturro. That's his name. Jeffrey Wright as uh, Gordon. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, John Turturro as Falcone. Mm-hmm. Like, I love both of their performances. Mm-hmm. I really love Jeffrey Wright. Like, I think, like, on my third time watching it, and then I watched it at home on, like, my phone the other mm-hmm. day, I was like, this is actually such a great fucking movie. Because the Batman is super easy to fuck up. Yeah. And they didn't fuck up. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I mean, I like the direction that they, that they are taking with it. Mm-hmm. Like, the very beginning, like, you know, the dirty of mm-hmm. Batman, you know? Yeah. Where he's still, like, 
this is fucking revenge. Like, yeah. fuck them people. Yeah. Yeah, like he's doing that it. he's fucked up. He hasn't, him. because in Batman Begins, it's a different story, but it's just kind of like, it's just, it has, it's not, it's a, like, I guess that's what it is. It literally is just different directions. It's mm-hmm. a different vision of like, yeah. the kind of story, Batman story they're trying to tell. Of like, this is the, you know, the, a de- de- detective comic. This is a noir film of like we're telling a crime story this is mm-hmm. like like zodiac or some shit or seven mm-hmm. where or it's like a a, a paranoid thriller mm-hmm. like all the president's men of like or or fucking i don't know like the parallax view or some mm-hmm. shit or like, like seven yeah or like manchurian candidate shit yeah like this is like has this is a big deal mm-hmm. of what they're trying to do with batman and when you just say Batman, people are going to be like, okay, what are they? There's people, an idea already. People care so much. Yeah. Like, people who aren't even interested in, are like... Are super invested in, in the yeah, character of Batman. Yeah, people who don't Batman. care about filmmaking, or they don't care about, you know, they're just, they don't know. Mm-hmm. They're, once they hear a Batman movie, or they hear Robert Pattinson is going to be Batman, they're like, they're like so quick to they're be the like... the loudest people in the yeah. room. And it's the just like people. when you, but when you do watch this movie, people, and it's not like you receive bad reviews. The people love this movie. Yeah. But it's more of just like, no, I don't think you guys understand. This is amazing. Yeah. Like, this is fu- like, we're so blessed that this is like how they went with it. And, but while I was thinking, if they're going to do a, a sequel, don't do this again. Leave this how it is. But go more comic book. Go uh, Killer Croc. Go more. Uh, uh, who's that guy, uh, Rob? He's the Batman villain. Is it Hugo? Strange. Hugo Strange. He runs the uh, Arkham Asylum. He's going to be. There's a rumor that that's going to be the villain. Right, because that was the end. Was that the ending of Batman? Oh, with the Joker? Yeah. yeah. No, you're, you're thinking of that animated movie. You saw that. You saw the one where Hugo Strange. Uh, he was he manipulated um, Waller. Okay. Because remember, she's the in most in most uh, continuity, she's the warden and of Bell Reeve. Are okay. they in Arkham Asylum in the Batman? Is that Arkham? Asylum? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Anytime you see somebody crazy in Batman movies, it's all they're in Arkham Asylum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or the Raft, which is like. What what I also what I heard because we were we were talking about Batman two the Batman two yeah like it being there's it's out there but it's like where no one's running anything no one's like shooting no one's yeah no one's into production at all yet mm-hmm. but yeah it hasn't even been greenlit yet no so they were like well what if they're running with Colin Farrell and like the Penguin mm-hmm. they're supposed like, to that be, would be they did after the movie came out there was supposed to be an HBO Max series. About the penguin, mm-hmm. that'd be great. Cause yeah. he was, I was like, he was amazing. He was ridiculous. He was like, unrecognizable. They one. probably have the only apprehension they probably have to that is the fact that they ran that story into the ground with that Gotham show, mm-hmm. whereas yeah. whereas Alfred, like everybody who's a villain, but before Bruce Wayne even shows oh, up, okay, mm-hmm. or when Bruce Wayne's a child still, is with everybody is. Yeah, so I could see that being the only apprehension because of the TV show. Yeah, yeah, 
And I don't think people really liked it like that. You know, it has like five seasons. <laughs> <laughs> like we didn't like it, like Arrow. Yeah, yeah, people, yeah. Like people didn't like Arrow, but like if you fuck with, there's like six seasons of it. Yeah, but like it's also it's also like the Flash too. It's people like did, it's corny. Yeah, people did pay attention to Gotham though. Like with the joke, especially the guy who played Joker, mm-hmm. people like paid attention. Yeah, to yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Like when you were talking about people who played Joker, that guy was like, like people actually considered him. They mm-hmm. were like, oh, Heath Ledger, Joaquin Phoenix, and then whoever that guy was. <laughs> I don't know his name. Him. But like, I I just didn't pay attention. I don't. I never yeah. watched that show. But um, if they do a number two, I I would say hold on the Joker. I feel like that too. And do I, I pr- like do Mister Freeze? That's too. Um, well, you did say you wanted like fanciful, like big. Yeah, like go. I just say you mean like lean. Um, Tim Burton. No, don't like you don't have to go to Tim Burton, but I would say like find I I just think because I was thinking about when I was watching the movie. I think the flood. Yeah, yeah, would yeah. Would be yeah. like an excellent segue to Mister Freeze mm-hmm. or Killer Croc. The Killer Croc thing would be would makes more sense. I feel like, mm-hmm. uh, but I think if you stay with that type of, because the Riddler made sense, and you when you say makes sense, and like the grand scheme of that movie, all of that stuff seemed feasible. A mm-hmm. tricked out Charger. A guy in a bulletproof suit who actually does get beat up pretty bad. He can fight, but he gets beat up pretty bad. Yeah. It's like the Riddler was just an incel. So you could, re- I think that's what made the movie so good. You're like, this feels kind of like real. Real. Yeah. So the penguin, you would have to. That's the only thing that makes, you can make him more fanciful though. Mm-hmm. They give him the more like more like cartoonish, like Danny DeVito. Yes, give Tim him Burton. give him gadgets. Give yeah. them more gadgets. I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I'm curious to see like how they're gonna go about it. But I think Hugo Strange. That's a. I also really support that idea because mm-hmm. he's sick and sadistic. Mm-hmm. You gotta think, and he's also in the video game. He's honestly scary. Yeah, he's the only person who figured out. Well, not the only. He's one of the few people who deduced that. That's Bruce Wayne. Right. Because he's obviously. so smart. He's so goddamn... <laughs> because he's like, you have to be a psychopath. And who is who matches these things that would make... Oh, you must have parent issues. You must have this. And he's just like, Bruce Wayne. Because mm-hmm. the main money, thing he... The, the, that's the main thing he said. He was like, well, this person clearly has access to money. So if it's not him directly, he's being bankrolled by somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That has money. It's, it really is one of those things, like Superman. In DC, you're like, how do you not know that? In Gotham? Come on. Like, come on, dude. That place should not have rich people. Even though Gotham has so many... It really is New York. It has so many rich people in Gotham. Like, that mm-hmm. whole Quarter Isle storyline, mm-hmm. where there's, like, just families of billionaires and millionaires, and not even just millionaires and billionaires, like politicians, just yeah. influential socialites. Mm-hmm. And they were like, we need you, Bruce Wayne. They had no idea he was mm-hmm. Batman. Right. And he was like, my dad told me about you guys. And he said, y'all are fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wonder who would play. I wonder that would be a good thing to bring up in the movie. Something that nobody's ever really touched before. Like the Quarter Isles thing. Like, mm-hmm. have like, because they had like an assassin like that was like their hand of vengeance or something like that. I mean, And that he would be was... Cool. He beat Batman's 
ass. He was trained by the same people. So he like fucked him up. Mm -hmm. Because in this one, he hasn't been like trained yet, right? Mm -hmm. There was no uh, Ra's al Ghul. Maybe Ra's al Ghul will come and do it. That'll make it more fantastical, I feel like. That would. He'd be like, I've heard about you. I've heard about you running around here like a dickhead. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe Ra's al Ghul comes in. Uh, Hugo Strange comes in. And then Penguin. They like to do multiple villains, it seems. Batman always has, like... There's always a lot of shit going on. His villains always work together mm -hmm. against him. Yeah, maybe Scarecrow. That would be a Scarecrow, Penguin, and Hugo Strange would be great. Hugo Strange, if you want to stick to the more realistic side of it, I, yeah. Think, yeah. I think Hugo Strange... Somebody be, getting into his head. Would be, like, the best bet. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And... I'm trying to think. Like, who would play Hugo? Who do you think would be a good to like nail? To that him? voice, yeah. Because the problem is, we're all going to associate Hugo Strange with the game. Mm -hmm. We yeah. can hear that voice sure. like that. You can hear it. It's like even all the animated movies emulate that type of like mm -hmm. his real monotone when he gets evil. Mm. Maybe. Uh, what's his name? Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. uh, Django. You know who I'm talking about. Christoph Waltz. Oh, wow. Maybe. I think... The only, reason, guess... only thing I could see that not happening, because people don't know Hugo Strange is actually like imposing. He's actually like a big dude. He's yeah. not small. He's actually like a bigger. Yeah, that's the only thing. I was like, maybe he needs to be bigger. He probably has to. I think Hugo Strange is like, in the comics, I think he's like Batman size, so like 6'2", like 2-something. Maybe, like, as far as voice. Uh, like, I think someone who would nail it or just have their, a good take on it would be um, maybe John Malkovich. I don't think he would do it, though, realistically. He realistically? I don't think if you show him the Batman, you'd be like, "Hey, man, this is more cinema than it is comic book." Because mm -hmm. it was a per think, that was a perfect blend of cinema and comic book. Yeah, I think if you were to like in a dream world, pick anybody you wanted, John Malkovich would be cool. But he like, did red though, so yeah, that's true. I just think he's very selective, though. I do think that maybe he probably it's probably a director thing. Yeah, maybe, mm -hmm. but I think John Malkovich would be. A cool, great Hugo Strange because he's the bald, and yeah. the glasses. That's just the look, the voice. You, the voice would nail it. When you said voice, I was like, who has like a, like who could do like a strong, impactful voice? Mm -hmm. And I think John Malkovich is good at like delivery. Yes. And the 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 craziness, but serious tone. I think being the could... serious tone, mm -hmm. and the the menacingness, but like behind it yeah he's fucking psychotic and he could switch it if he if like they if had scenes yell or have like an angry mm -hmm. like, or if he was like i have to act like scared or like act like i don't know what's going on i think john malkovich would be sick yeah or um who's like older I don't it know. would have to be older too yeah like, like somebody closer like to christoph waltz is a mm -hmm. like a good as far as just performance i think mm -hmm. that'd be a good hugo strength exactly i was but, thinking pure performance but size and look and keeping it to the comic books would be John Malkovich is a good yeah. one. Mm -hmm. uh, I can't think of anybody older. Not no. You do John Ham. <laughs> that so honestly would be, be great. Idea. Yeah. 
He's just so likable in the yeah. face, though. Even as an admiral, I was like, you a dickhead, mm-hmm. but you definitely should be an admiral. You have that face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's so square. It's so, like, stoic. He's... And I think that's Hugo. That's a good Hugo Strange, though. Yeah, that was good. John Ham, you're right. Or Todd Ham, as she likes this, as Flo likes to call him. <laughs> Todd Ham. Um, but yeah, the Batman is a, a movie in 2022 that I really fucking enjoyed. And then uh, that, like I said, that movie Funny Pages. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorite ones that I've seen recently. I'll wait and see like how I feel about it. You know, when it ages a little bit instead of like recency bias. Mm-hmm. But I really, really loved Funny Pages. And then. Ooh, yeah. I just burped. Yeah, we heard. Top Gun Maverick. I watched that at home. The oh, other day. We watched it at home. <laughs> Boy, still hit. I have a lot more, but like I kind of want to wrap it up. Rest six thirty. Um, Top Gun Maverick. Oh, and also Everything Everywhere All at Once was yes. another good one. Gotta buy that on Blu-ray. And or let me just like rapid run fire. It, run it up. So Cha Cha Real Smooth was another great one. It was very touching. The movie Fresh, it's on Hulu. Mm-hmm. It's a cool like the first half is like a weird rom com that's like off putting, but then the second half is a fucking crazy horror movie. It's very weird. Ambulance. Fucking Ambulance. I loved it. I don't care how much people talk shit about <laughs> Michael Bay. This is fucking one of his best. Uh, no Exit, it's like a, a, a whodunit movie in the middle of like a, a blizzard. Mm-hmm. It's super cool. It's in the middle of a cabin. Twists and turns, pretty great. No Exit is cool. Crimes of the Future, did I already say that? No. Crimes of the Future, yes. need I say more? Uh, Men was a little disappointing, but I liked it. I might have to watch it again, but it just wasn't like any other Alex Garland movie. I don't know. Prey, solid movie. Solid. I thought it was solid. It was one of the better. It's weird because like Predator movies in general, like objectively, not that good. But when you're like, it's like Marvel movies, you know what I mean? But like if you love the, just the story and shit like that. Yeah, the franchise. But when you want, like if you have like a loyalty to it, you'll yeah. love. Predator. Oh yeah. Bobby Lee was like, just such a good fucking He loved movie. it. Yeah. He, was like, this is a, he was like, that is a great fuck. Because he said the same thing we said. I like, that's why I bring up Bobby. I'll be like, it solidifies what we be saying. Because mm-hmm. like, I like the fact that they made them more, um, not, what's the word? Not savage, more like um, they were less technologically advanced than they yeah. were in the future. Like, you could see it in everything about the prayer. It's like, oh, this nigga really just fought a bear. <laughs> like, that bear fight scene. Wow. I went back and just watched just that scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's that's fighting a, a fucking bear. A grizzly bear. Yeah. And gets fucked up. And then gets up and is like, I'm going to fuck this bear up. Mm-hmm. And hits this nigga with one of the meanest mm-hmm. right hooks. And then it also, I like that sh- that scene because I was like, if you sh- look, it shows you how big a predator actually is. A mm-hmm. bear on his hind legs is average like nine feet. Right. Mm-hmm. And also to right, also <laughs> to see like how it's like a initiation type of thing for them, mm-hmm. like for them to be dropped off and be like fucking survive. Yeah, but you also had to wait because we weren't smart yet. We weren't good enough to fight you back yet. Right, mm-hmm. and also like the predator is young, so you see that like he's not as advanced as you would it's see. It's a naive, a like, yeah. he makes a lot of mistakes that the one that was hunting Arnold didn't make. Yeah. The one where Arnold seemed like it was playing with them. Yeah. Like, their species has been coming yeah. here for at least 200 years now. 
Like you kind of know about Earth. Yeah. That one was like, nigga, I did not know that a giant nine foot thing that had can crush moose lived here. Mm-hmm. And now you got these monkey things that we've been watching for the past however many thousands of years. You know, from the Predator movies mm-hmm. that they let you know, like they've been kind, of, they've known about Earth for a long time. They just mm-hmm. didn't really hunt until the Prey movie. And it was like, oh, okay, he he did make a lot of like dumbass mistakes. Even getting shot by like humans mm-hmm. was pretty like, man, you're dumb. Like you didn't dumb in the sense that you're an alien who just flew across a galaxy to come right. hunt us. Yeah, right. yeah, dumb in that sense, you know. Yeah, I appreciated how they did it. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't... I'm just glad they didn't fuck it up. Because, like, when I heard Prey, I was like... I, like, just the title. I was like... They, I feel like that's low-hanging fruit. But then it was like, okay, this is the setting, mm-hmm. the time. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is more interesting. Mm-hmm. And then, like... And then the trailer came out. I was like, oh, fuck. This is actually badass. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, this is fucking sick. Oh, did they use actual Native Americans? Mm-hmm. And actual like French people, I was like, this is like yeah. it just felt very time period appropriate. Yeah, also pretty. more realistic because it's like they don't fucking speak the same language. Like, yeah. boom, yeah. the French thing. It was like, yes, thank you. And then the, the actually, I think I want to rewatch it because they have it in Comanche too. So if you watch it like true to the language, I think it'll add a different tone. To the movie when they're actually speaking you know what i mean that'd be cool and i think that just the accuracy to that is pretty funny right. you said they have it where they're speaking comanche yeah like dubbed oh no shit yeah like the actors like went they did the whole thing in comanche i'm gonna That's go cool. listen to that yeah i would love to you don't hear native american languages and it's the first movie ever to be dubbed in comanche of all time like wow. the first one ever that's pretty fucking it's cool. been like 200 fucking <laughs> years yeah you tried to erase Damn. them no sir we out here yeah it's, back, baby. it's pretty dope how many Comanche still exist I wonder or do any of them exist anymore I don't know I know it's like 600,000 Navajo you the hoe <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah but that's it mm-hmm. those are all right a recap on 2022 real quick and uh, I got to go. Yes. I got to pick up Tatiana. Later. All right. Right because now. none of this really matters. matters. <laughs>